And in this corner, weighing in at a set of blueberries, the standard low-fat Republican, grand old Republican, who refuses to fight the Democrats the way they fight us, Governor Goofball. And in this corner, weighing in at a set of Vidalia onions, the teller of truth, the slayer of Democrats. Folks, people want a champion. A man and his microphone. And I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder. One of the four beasts saying, come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. Welcome to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, The Really Real Deal. I want to say thank you for being there, folks. It's always an honor, a a privilege, and a pleasure to uh, be invited into your homes, into your automobiles as you're driving home from work, uh, wherever you are. Uh, Maybe you're listening on your smartphone, okay? And uh, Well, I, I hope the things I have to say today... Uh, make your phone sound smart, okay? But, um, hey, it's um, it's great to be here. A lot to talk about, uh, as always. And, of course, in, in my home state of Virginia, the uh, the knucklehead Republicans, uh, seven or eight of them, uh, went over to the dark side yesterday uh, to help the Democrats pass the uh, so-called, the, the misnamed uh, Equal Rights Amendment. And uh, we're going to talk about that uh a lot of other things to talk about. Uh, this is uh, sort of a Martin Luther King week or Civil Rights week, uh, you know, however you want to uh, call it. Uh, Dr. King's birthday yesterday, uh, the official celebration of his birth will be next Monday. You know, I don't know why it was set up that way. I don't know why it wouldn't have been this Monday, a day before the actual birthday. But that's, you know, that's the way the government sets it up uh, for purposes of uh, closing down things and giving folks a day off. But, uh, you know, I, I greatly admire Dr. King, and I'm uh, very, very uh, proud of the fact that I am living the Dr. King dream. Christian conservatives are living the Dr. King dream. Uh, it's a disappointment that Democrats are not living the Dr. King dream. But I'm not one of these uh, Republicans or, or Christians that sits around and, and whines about what Democrats won't do, okay? Because that's just like uh, four generations ago, you know, the, the, allies, the allies would not be whining about, oh, well, why won't Hitler act, act nice, okay? They defeated Hitler four generations prior to that, okay? Abraham Lincoln didn't say, well, I don't know why the South won't play nice. They defeated the South, okay, four generations prior to that. The Patriots, they did not whine. Well, I don't know why King George won't play nice. They defeated King George. And this is what we must do because every four generations we have this same battle, okay. There's a group of people that say freedom is a gift from God, and there's a group of people that say your freedom is whatever I say it is because I'm more powerful than you. And then you have to either knuckle under and allow them to be more powerful 
than you, which makes you a slave, or you have to pimp slap the devil. Okay? And there are only those two choices. And as much as these low-fat Republicans and these Sunday morning Christians that want to keep their Christianity in their prayer closet only, as much as they wish there were a third option, there is not a third option. There never has been a third option, and there never will be a third option. Now, I have a Bible verse I want to share with you from the book of Numbers, chapter 13. And this is when Moses sent uh, men out uh, under instructions from God, okay? God instructed Moses. It says God spake to Moses, okay? And he sent these men out, and a bunch of jokers came back scared, and only two men came back acting like they had a set of onions, Joshua and Caleb, okay? And I'm not going to read the entire chapter, but I'm just going to read some of it here, starting with verse 27. And they told him, meaning this is what they said to Moses. Imagine this, you got the nerve to talk to Moses like this, like you're a little punk. And they told him and said, we came unto the land where you sent us. And just like you said, it floweth with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. So they held up some fruit and showed it to Moses, okay? Nevertheless, they said, the people that dwell in that land, they're strong. Their cities are walled, okay? You know, like that, that thing Trump wants to build on our southern border, they, they had, that's what they had in, the, in this place that these people were afraid of, folks. So it says their cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak there. Okay, Anak was like a giant. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites, and the Jebusites, and the Amorites, they dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb had to steal the people before Moses. And Caleb said, he didn't care. We can, we can go and we can possess it because we are well able to overcome them. But ver- this is verse 31. But the men that went with him said, we are not able to go against them because they are stronger than we are. And they brought up an evil report of the land, which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, the land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eats up its inhabitants. And all the people there that we saw are men of great stature. And there we saw giants, the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were, this is the last verse here. I want you to listen to this. This, See, this is how, this is their self-analysis here. And this is, I'm making an analogy of these weak Republicans. It says, we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. And so we must have been in their sight. That's the end of the chapter there. But think about that. Moses now, 
the one that led your hind parts out of slavery, gives you an assignment, and you come back like a Girl Scout whining and crying about how tough the other guy is, and there's nothing you can do about it. And you say that in our own sight, we in, not that they saw us as grasshoppers. We see ourselves as grasshoppers. We see ourselves as small. We see ourselves as weak. We see ourselves as impotent. And that's the problem, ladies and gentlemen. That's the problem. You're going to tell me that these Republican senators, that they do not know the truth of the misnamed Equal Rights Amendment. It is not possible that they do not know the truth. That, ladies and gentlemen, is not possible. They cannot be that stupid. Phyllis Schlafly, whom I had the distinct honor and privilege of interviewing on this radio program several times over the last 10 years before her passing, had the opportunity to meet her, uh, what was it, I think about three years ago, uh, we had a, um, a celebration of the, what was it, uh, 64, 16, the 50th, the 50th anniversary of the um, of the 1964 election that uh, that of course well, we lost and um, you know the Democrats won, but I don't recall the Democrats having a 50th anniversary celebration the way we did. Even though we lost, we saw that as the beginning of the conservative movement and uh, and the rise of, of of Ronald Reagan. Okay, but this is the problem now. We're going we're gonna to take a break here, and when we come back, I'm going to unpack this a little more. And we're going to call some names here, Jill, Jill Vogel, Sturdivant. You know, these, these people, every last one of these Republicans needs to have a primary challenge because this Equal Rights Amendment is not about equality, okay? It's about Democrats bringing another Trojan horse out of which are going to march soldiers to do evil and wicked things to the citizenry. We're going to take a quick break. When the man comes around The hairs on your arm will stand up At the terror in each sip and in each sup Will you partake of that last offered cup Or disappear Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army, military groups like Special Operations, Wounded Warriors, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance, and there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, thefirstamendmentinc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. 
Thank you, Virginia. Feeling my way through the darkness, guided by a beating heart. I can't tell where the journey will end, but I know where to start. They tell me I'm too young to understand. They say I'm Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program. The really real deal. And, uh, hey, yeah, I love that song. And, uh, you know, it's a lot of folks are kind of sleep at the wheel. I guess they're saying like Avicii, you wake them up when it's over. You don't have to wake me up. I'm wide awake, folks. And uh, these folks, they they cannot fool me. I really, really, um, I really get it. And I'm praying that you out there uh, will get it. But, see, this is the thing. These people know that there are many, many people that, you know, I, I don't like I don't like that thing that, um, you know, I hear some of the uh, some of the radio guys, you know, Rush says it, you know, to call people uh, the great unwashed or, you know, Savage, you know, does it. They, they, they refer to people. It's almost like you're calling the people stupid. Now, I understand that there are a lot of stupid people out here, but I can't just generically throw that out there. <laughs> you know, I don't want to insult people that. You know, you, you're either a fan of this program or you're a potential fan, okay? And so, I mean, the my take on it is that people are very, very busy and, and life is very compartmentalized, okay? So they, I cannot know everything. And so, likewise, you in the audience, you cannot know everything. You know, if I need expertise in automobile repair, I can't do it. I need an expert. Okay, if I need surgery, I can't do it. I need an expert. If I need legal help, uh, an accountant, whatever, I need an expert. Okay, as a matter of fact, if you happen to be an expert out there in social media, I might have a job for you. Okay, go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, thereallyrealdeal.com, and hit us up on the uh, contact uh, information there. And, and, and send us your contact information and your uh, your 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 social media resume. Okay, uh, we re- we really need some help in that arena. See that you know we all need help. Now, I'm not strong in in social media, but I'm strong in what I'm talking about. Okay, and the simple fact of the matter is, people are so busy. You know, there are people working two jobs. There are people going to school and working at the same time. There are people that have young children on one hand and aging adults on the other, and they're they're balancing uh, different things. You know, and and for the people that are are not really busy, you know, a lot of folks just kind of have their head on backwards and a la la lollygagging through life. Okay, well, you know, I'm not dealing with them. Those type of people, they don't even listen to talk radio. Okay. But for the audience that listens to talk radio, the simple fact that someone listens to talk radio means that, number one, they want to learn, okay? And one thing I learned way back, my my teachers in school taught me that he who seeks wisdom is wise, okay? Because, see, many people don't even seek wisdom, okay? It's not a whole lot you can teach to a fool, you see, but the... The, the people need to know that because a, a bill has the name on it, Equal Rights Amendment, does not mean it's about equal rights. 
And so when when a politician opposes something with the name Equal Rights Amendment, it, it would be like in the Soviet Union and they took all of the farms from the Kulaks who were, um, they were like peasant farmers, but they collectively, they produced enough food to feed Central Europe, okay? And they had these little small farms. Well, the Soviets were into collectivization and against private ownership of anything. So if they, I don't know what they, I just know they took it from them and they they starved to death 8 million people, okay? Uh, So while Hitler was putting Jews in gas chambers and ovens, Stalin was killing similar numbers. People were dying by the thousands per day from starvation. So if they named that project the um, the Feed Russia program, and then you are Kulak, and you say, well, no, I don't want to give you my farm. I want to keep my own farm. This farm's been in my family for 10 generations. We're not giving our farm away. Well, that person, they got killed. And then they go around to the to the nation and say, well, this program is called the Feed Russia program. This person refused to participate, so they don't want to feed you. And this is the game these people play. And they've been playing. These, these are liars from the pit of hell. And so for a Republican to say that's my friend across the aisle and we have a minor disagreement where we agree on uh, the uh, the goals we we both both Republican and Democrat both conservative and liberal and you know by the way these people are not liberal I call them neoliberals a liberal loves liberty they don't love liberty these people are despots they're power hungry they want to control you they want to control me they want to control your children and your grandchildren okay. And so they want your children to be gender confused and not to be able to grow up and think straight. All right. But this this thing, equal rights amendment. And then you so you got all these. Let me call their names out again. Vogel. Hanger. Wagner. Norman. Sturdivant. Dunafit and Destin. Okay. Now, these people, each and every one of them. There needs to rise up in their districts someone to challenge them in the primary. We cannot continue to whine and cry about low-fat Republicans, these celery and tofu-eating Republicans. Now, if there's a steak and onion Republican in these people's district, that person, he or she needs to make themselves known. They need to rise up, and they need to rise up now, okay? Because if they don't rise up, this is going to continue, right? Now, back when the Republicans had a fairly healthy majority in in, in my home state of Virginia, they weren't doing a whole lot then. Now they have a razor-thin edge. They're going to do even less. I'm the school choice advocate. How am I going to get these jokers to agree to put a ballot initiative out there so you, the citizen, you, the taxpayer, you, the parent, can get a yes or no vote opportunity to be able to have your child go to the school you want, not the school that the school board says they must go to. How's that going to happen? This this one, this is easy. Phyllis Schlafly fought this for 40-some 40, 40 years ago. She fought this, and it was defeated, okay? 
And all it is, it's a bill. Once you get this thing, it, 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 it's going to be difficult to do. But you never know. Republicans are so weak and they backpedal so often. As it stands now, the time has expired. But I guarantee you, Republicans will give and they and the, the and the Democrats will make some kind of weak argument and the Republicans will cave. OK. And then what you have is you have to have equality of bathrooms. So now your granddaughter has to go to the bathroom where there's a drag queen in the bathroom, some six foot two inch tall dude with a dress on and he's licking his lips at your granddaughter. Wake up, Virginia. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Back to the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live. And I know I get worked up sometimes, folks, but I'm still your friendly, friendly, <laughs> friendly neighborhood hatchet man, uh, Brother Craig. But I am the hatchet man now. Make no mistake about that. And the hatchet is sharp on both sides, the Democrat side and the Republican side. OK, uh, God is not a respecter of persons, nor am I. OK, I don't care what you have behind your name. You could be. Uh, a Republican, you can have an R behind your name, you can have a D for Democrat behind your name, you can have a PhD, a bunch of alphabet. I really don't care, okay? I'm only interested in truth, all right? Are you speaking truth, and are you speaking truth in in a way, uh, the, the, the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, okay? And uh, the simple fact of the matter is that these people are not okay, and these Republicans that are uh, that voted yesterday uh, to to, uh, to to pass the ERA amendment in the state of Virginia, they're doing it out of fear. Okay, and uh, you know, and I quoted you a Bible verse uh, out of the Book of Numbers uh, that showed these people of, that were full of fear. And I wonder, you know, when uh, when Bob Barr and Bob Mueller when they get together with their wives and do Bible study. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the report now. They say, I don't know if it was all four of them do Bible study or just the two wives do Bible study. But, you know, somehow they're chummy, chummy, a buddy, buddy. And everybody knows the Democrats won't admit it. And, uh, you know, and Republicans won't say it aloud. But the Republicans and the Democrats, they both know. Okay. Those in the know, though, the professional Democrats and Republicans, they both know that the Mueller investigation, it's all, uh, this is uh, information warfare. That's, that is what it is. Now, certainly the Democrats know it's warfare. Now, you got a lot of goofball, stupid Republicans that don't even realize that they're at war with these people. They still think that they're their friend across the aisle. You know, Jeff Sessions comes to mind, all right, a Boy Scout, okay? I'm so sick of Boy Scouts, I just don't know what to do. And I'm not talking about you young you real Boy Scouts, okay? I'm talking about these fakesters uh, that, you know, want to prove to the devil how righteous they are. The devil doesn't care how righteous you are, okay? The devil uses your righteousness against you. 
When are you people going to wake up and understand that Lucy is always going to snatch the football away from Charlie Brown forever and a day? Charlie Brown is never, never, ever, ever going to kick that football. Never, okay? Lucy is not Charlie Brown's friend across the aisle. She is his nemesis, okay? And Democrats are our nemesis, okay? And uh, I would love to hear from just one Democrat that can defend Democrats, okay? It would look, it would be a bonus if it was a Democrat preacher, okay? One of these Reverend Chickenfoot types that stands in his pulpit every election and guides his flock to go vote Democrat. I would love it, okay? Just like Jesus Christ talked about people that would cross the ocean to win a convert and then lead the convert to hell with them. That's the words of Jesus Christ, not the words of Brother Craig. I cite it, but I didn't invent it, okay? And so I'd love to hear from you people out there. 804-454-1366 is the number. 804-454-1366. But now let me give my disclaimer. I've been giving this same disclaimer for over 10 years now. That when I beat up on Democrats, I don't mean you, Ma and Pa Democrat. Even Reverend Chickenfoot, I don't mean you. I don't mean you, okay? And when I beat up on Republicans, I don't mean you, Ma and Pa Republican. I'm just trying to start a conversation to get people to think about who they give their vote to. I mean, I don't know if you realize it, but it's it's a it's a very precious thing that you do when you choose a representative. I mean, this is biblical. Jethro told Moses how to do this. This is this is no joke, okay? And Jethro told Moses, you can't do everything. You have to select among the people uh, men to be over tens, you know, righteous, righteous men, men to be over hundreds and men to be over thousands. You got to break this thing down and disperse power and responsibility. So this is some serious stuff who you give your vote for, too. This is nothing to be done casually. So I'm just trying to encourage some thought here that if you are a habitual uh, voter of Democrats, you know, perhaps you need to do some analysis and and ditto on the Republican side, particularly the establishment. Anyway, we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to share my article about Dr. King and Emil Zola. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army, military groups like Special Operations, Wounded Warriors, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance, and there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, TheFirstAmendmentInc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere. 
give generously and give often and give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio program, The Really Real Deal. And as promised, folks, I won't, you know, I know folks say you should not, you should never read uh, on live radio, okay? But I'm going to stray from that a little bit here. And this article, I wrote this article actually two years ago, and uh, we're going to repost this article on our website, The Really Real Deal. But for you, the uh, listening audience uh, right now, I'm going to read this article uh, to you. And, uh, and, 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 you know, we'll hopefully we'll get some caller response and uh, maybe uh, someone would like to comment on it. Anyway, the title of the article is When Anniversaries Collide. This week marks the 90th anniversary of the birth of the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., uh, born January 15th, 1929. It also marks the 121st anniversary of the famous letter, Jacques. It was written by influential French writer Emile Zola and published in the French newspaper Laure on January 13, 1898. Zola wrote the open letter to Félix Faure, president of France. J'accuse is French for I accuse. Zola accused the president of anti-Semitism in the unfair charging and convicting of French Army officer Alfred Dreyfus. The charge was espionage, which carried a sentence of life in prison on the infamous South American penal colony, Devil's Island. Since the letter's publication, even in English-speaking nations, Jacques has become synonymous with expressing outrage and accusation against the powerful. My pronouncement of Jacques is against the many poverty-pimp politicians and pulpit pimp preachers who this week will lionize Dr. King with their lips while their actions are counter to all that Dr. King stood for. These speakers will wax eloquently about the greatness of Dr. King and their great love for him. But in Dr. King's April 9, 1967 speech in Chicago titled, the three dimensions of a complete life. He spoke of the first dimension being a concern for one's own welfare that could turn from a healthy self-interest into an ugly selfishness, a love of others only when others prove to have a utilitarian purpose. Let's examine some of the positions several prominent Negro leaders of today espouse and determine if they are using the King legacy or if they are truly in sync with Dr. King's vision. I accuse these people of cynically using Dr. King in the cause he fought for his entire life to cement themselves in power 
at the expense of other Americans, especially, but not only, black Americans. There's an old saying, conquerors divide, but leaders unite. Dr. King sought to bring Americans together. He often cited St. Paul in Galatians 3.28. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor free male, female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. But all we hear from Obama, Jackson, Sharpton, Farrakhan, and these other Negro leaders is hyphenated Americanism. Whitey is greedy, racist, sexist, and a devil. And when they ran out of skin tones to hyphenate over, they have, they have invented dozens of ways to hyphenate over sexu sexuality. Dr. King spoke eloquently in his famous I Have a Dream speech declaring, I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I accuse these poverty pimps of turning every critique of Obama into a false charge that is not about character, but about skin color. I accuse them of making college admission not about character, i.e. grades, but about skin color. I accuse these poverty pimps of denying advancement and learning to inner city blacks because every institution that seeks to teach them discipline and character, i.e. the family, the church, schools, coaches, has had governmental pressure applied to forsake character in favor of skin color. And the newest dividing line, the change of your sexual identity. Pity the child of any race who has been taught by these government monsters without a strong father and mother who are anchored in truth. The men who have replaced Dr. King will certainly not lead them in the ways of righteousness. Dr. King would be appalled at the teaching and government force used to promote a dozen different types of homosexuality or to give your daughter an abortion or to give your son a sex change without parental notification. But not Obama, not Sharpton, not Jackson, okay? But we'll give Farrakhan a little bit credit for holding out on that one. Anyway, we're, we're up against the break here, folks. And when we come back, we're going to finish this article. If you'd like to call, the number is 804-454-1366. You can run on for a long time, run on for a long time.
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live. And now, folks, I've got five more. And thank you for being there, folks. Five more paragraphs. I want to finish this article here. Okay, and again, uh, the title of this article is When Anniversaries Collide. And if you just, if you missed the beginning of of it and you're just joining us, it's uh, uh, Martin Luther King and Emile Zola of of Jacques' fame. Uh, But anyway, but perhaps worst of all is the total absence of any prominent Democrat leader, black or white, giving any semblance of even a mention to today's blacks of one of the key attributes that Dr. King and men of his era always taught, self-discipline. Again, here's a quote from the I Have a Dream speech. But there is something that I must say to my people who stand on the warm threshold which leads into the palace of justice. In the process of gaining our rightful place, we must not be guilty of wrongful deeds. Let us not seek to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. We must forever conduct our struggle on the high plane of dignity and discipline. We must not allow our creative protest to degenerate into physical violence. Again and again, we must rise to the majestic heights of meeting physical force with soul force. End of quote. In today's world, where the Oxford Dictionary recently announced that the word of the year was post-truth, that type of truth that Dr. King taught has no place with these modern race hustlers. Again, I accuse. Wrongful deeds are not corrected, but excused. The cup of bitterness and hatred is not frowned upon, but encouraged. Dignity and discipline? Why, you must be a Republican. Get out of here. That's what they say. As for meeting physical force with soul force, today they turn it around. The police officers, school teachers, job providers, etc., who bring soul force to the equation are increasingly being met with physical force from thugs that are juiced up on hatred being spewed by these wicked preachers and politicians. And, folks, it is really, really ugly. There's a little bit more left to the article, but I'm just going to encourage you to go to our website, TheReallyRealDeal.com, TheReallyRealDeal.com, and finish reading of that article for yourself. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. But before we do, I want to remind you all uh, that the 100-man challenge is happening again, okay? And it's tomorrow, 8 a.m., for men that would like to be mentors to young men in need of mentors. It's the the Academy at Virginia Randolph. And it's uh, up on on Woodman Road in uh, western Henrico County. The 100-man challenge. 8 a.m. Thursday morning. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. If tomorrow all the things were gone, work for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife, I thank my lucky stars to be living here today. Once I was seven years old, my mama told me, go make yourself some pens or you'll be lonely. Once I was seven years old. 
Welcome back to the program, America, your friendly neighborhood hatchet man. And uh, if you want to listen to what that young man is saying in that song and go make yourself some friends, I'll be your friend, your friendly, friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. And uh, this is the really real deal. And, uh, hey, so happy to be here. And uh, always it's an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure to come before you. It's uh, it's, it's, it's great. I know you all, you invite me uh, into uh, sharing your space with you, and, and for that I'm grateful. And uh, and my prayer is that you get enough out of this to keep coming back and perhaps maybe tell your friends about it. Uh, we do have a website that uh, I would like to invite you to visit uh, when you have time. And, uh, and actually, for those of you watching on the Hatchet Cam uh, Facebook Live, uh, you're already right there online. Just, hey, go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, the really realdeal.com and there's so much more to talk about uh here folks and uh and by the way the number if you would like to participate in the program is 804-454-1366 804-454-1366 and you know um people like myself who are particularly you know Christian conservative uh, really, really onion-toting uh, Christian conservative, okay? Not meek and mild, uh, not go along to get along, you know, not we're all God's children, and because we're not all God's children, okay? Jesus Christ referred to our Father and your Father, okay? He said to some people, ye are of your Father, the devil. But he said to those that wanted to know, Lord, how do we pray? To them, he said, this is how you pray. Our Father, who art in heaven. So, to be a Christian is to have understanding of our and your, us and them. Okay? It is it's a falsehood to say that there is no us and them, there is no our and your, because how would they comport that idea that is what's been taught? I, I was taught that nonsense, okay? How does that comport with the Word of God, all right? And there's, and I get, I get it that there's a time and place for everything, but when we combine, well, combine is not the right word. When we analyze the way God set up, spheres of authority, let's put it that way, and spheres, plural, multiple spheres of authority, okay? The individual has to take a certain amount of authority. The family has to take a certain amount of authority. The church has to take a certain amount of authority. The government has to take a certain amount of authority. And in business relationships, those that the the stronger which in a business relationship, that would be the one who has the business interest, okay? And that individual is dealing with either employees or subcontractors or customers, okay? And so there is a code of treatment in that sphere of authority, okay? So in all these different relationships, there are principles that are taught, okay? And so what people want to 
make more out of than it really is, is that particular sphere called government, where you seed away authority that God gave you, okay? And see, this is why Naboth was killed by King, not wasn't killed by Ahab. He was killed by Ahab's wife, Jezebel. This is why Naboth was killed by Jezebel, because when Jezebel's husband, King Ahab, coveted what God had given Naboth, Naboth replied, no, I cannot give you this. This is my inheritance. Okay? And so, likewise, you and I, we have an inheritance. And it's not something that we should give away the way Esau did. Okay, Esau gave it away. He despised it. And then he whined and cried like a little baby when his brother took it. And so this is what we do all the time, folks. And so government has its proper role. I mean, I'm not anti-government. I'm limited government. And this is the way God is. God has government limited, okay, because God gives you individual authority because you have free will. You can say yes or no. You can go left or right. You can do right or wrong. It's up to you, okay? Family has a role. Church has a role. And then government. It's not the other way around. It's not the way uh, the Muslim world has it or the way the Soviets have it or the way the Chinese have it. That's not proper. That's government first. Everything else subservient to government, okay? And it's no accident that none of these places believe in God. And I know the Muslim world, they say they believe in God, but no, no. They just, it's all about submission. And they have a sprinkling. It's really a political system with a sprinkling of religion because they know that man has a religious nature. Man has a need to worship a heavenly father. And so they merely take advantage of that in order to control people. Because you'll notice the people in charge, they don't obey. They don't submit to these rules. It's for the little guy to submit. No different from any other despotic ruler, okay? The communists, the socialists, the atheists, the fascists, they all do the exact same thing that the Muslim fundamentalist does. Do as I say, not as I do, okay? And so this is, this is unfortunately the state of the nation. And so I hear, you know, as I drive around, I get a lot of windshield time. So I have, while I'm driving, I get to um, listen to a lot of uh, talk radio. And, um, and, and what I hear is the, is the minutiae, okay? What I hear is the whining. What I hear is the complaining. Now, what I do not hear is any breakdown on what the root of all this is. And what I share here with the Christian conservative constitutional capitalistic coalition is the root of it. Okay. And so individuals have to take responsibility. Now we can whine and cry all we want. Okay. Now, if you want a radio host that does nothing but whine and cry and does, you know, a Democrat Republican thing and, you know, and want to invite a Democrat or demon on and, and act like what they do is 
just as legitimate as what the other side does. This is not the program for you, okay? I'll never call uh, Terry McAuliffe Terry McGenius. I will call him evil, okay? This man, the Chinese and the Russians have things called supersonic missiles, okay? And these are missiles that f- they don't go up in the uh, a- upper atmosphere like the old uh, intercontinental ballistic missiles, which we have uh, the ability to shoot them down. No, these hug the surface of the earth. They fly low and they fly fast. They fly several times faster than the speed of sound, and they are nuclear-tipped, okay? Now, Terry McAuliffe was Bill Clinton's national finance chair when Bill Clinton ran for re-election. And and many of you who are old enough will remember when all that dirty, illegal Chinese money came into the Clinton campaign. The Chinese were not just given that money because they just like Democrats. Now, of course, communists do like Democrats because they're all the same, okay? These people believe in communism, socialism, fascism. Uh, In other words, uh, government control. None of these people believe in none of these people believe in limited government. These people believe in total government. And Democrats are just like that, whether it's Russia, China, whatever. So, and so how can you say with a straight face that they're equal? How can you have a Democrat on your, your program and a Republican and you engage in a back and forth conversation and you're not ripping the Democrat a new rear end? When they when 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 Terry McAuliffe and Bill Clinton, through via Bernie Schwartz's Loral Corporation, transferred sensitive American technology to the Chinese at a point in time when their missiles, when they left the launching pad, they fell into the ocean. Now the Chinese missiles, thanks to Democrats, the Chinese missiles can hit any spot on this planet. We're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. There are social welfare groups like the Salvation Army, military groups like Special Operations, Wounded Warriors, Christian groups like the Virginia Christian Alliance, and there's also churches and others, many, many very worthy groups out here doing the Lord's work. So we support not only our own group, the First Amendment Inc.com, which keeps us on the air, but the main thing for you, the listener, is to give. Give somewhere, give generously, and give often. And give in the measure that God has given to you. Thank you, Virginia. How can you call me brother? 
Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog Radio Program, the place for truth, folks. And, uh, hey, we hope you're enjoying the program. The number, if you'd like to participate, 804-454-1366, 804-454-1366. And now, uh, uh, a few other things I want to cover uh, today. Uh, we have the the Democrats. These people never stop. They're they're always on the march. Okay, they're always on the attack. They never they never ever rest. Okay, and I'm a little disappointed in in Trump uh, in this. My prayer is that that Trump is doing it not because he does not understand, but that he's giving them enough rope, perhaps, with which to hang themselves, okay? And uh, Trump's a pretty smart cookie, and certainly Trump is fearless, okay? We have to acknowledge uh, the fearlessness of the man, okay? And uh, that, you know, half the battle is won right there when you throw when you throw fear out the window, okay? Because the most oft-repeated phrase in God's holy word is fear not. Okay. And we went through uh, in the earlier uh, part of the program, how these low fat Republicans are so full of fear. You know, they're like the men that uh, Moses sent to uh, spy out the promised land. And only, only Caleb and, uh, and Joshua uh, were toting a set of onions. You know, they came back and said, yeah, we can take it. Uh, The rest of those jokers were, were like, you know, we we in our own sight, we are like grasshoppers to them because they are men of great stature. And seeing that's Republicans today, you know, they think the Democrats have all the stature that the, the media, they have all the stature while they're great. We can't overcome them. And you all you have to do is speak the truth. OK, ye shall know the truth. And it is the truth that shall make you free. You know, Brother Craig's not going to make you free. Donald Trump's not going to make you free. Truth will make you free. And these people, they are not free, okay? They are captives in their own mind. And that, ladies and gentlemen, I submit to you, is really the very, very worst type of slavery that a person could be uh, under. There, there's no worse slavery than self-slavery, okay? And God's holy word has the cure for it, and these knuckleheads, they won't take it. But anyway, these, uh, these people, are, uh, the uh, State of the Union address is coming up. Now, Trump's last address to the nation about the wall was a tremendous success. They, they did no, there was no polling taken after that. And these are people that all they do is poll. You know, poll of the day, poll of the hour, poll of the minute, poll of the week, poll of the month. All they do is poll, poll, poll. Where the polls say, but there was no polling when Trump spoke about that wall because these people know that the the, the common man, the everyday man, the man and woman that make this nation work, and it's the same thing happening over in Europe with the Brexit, okay, and and in, in same thing in France, okay. I know they have buyer's regret in France. They did not hire a Marianne Le Pen. They hired that little itty-bitty Macron, okay, weak, pencil neck, 
they they hired him. And there's buyer's remorse, okay? At least in England, the vote for Brexit, even though Obama meddled in it, okay? Obama and the Democrats, they meddled. They meddled in in, uh, Brexit. They meddled in France. They were able to help pull out uh, in France a win for their one-world government puppet, Macron, against Le Pen, who wanted to keep France for the French. Now, in, in Brexit, they lost. The British people said, we want Britain for the English, England for the English, okay? Britain for the British. This is what they want. Well, in America, it's no different, folks. We want America for Americans. And we, we invite people to come over and become an American. That is what we want. We want people that want to become an American, not people that want to come here flying the flag of their country. And the first act they commit on our soil is to violate the sovereignty of our nation and the sanctity of our laws. That's their first act. Now, I don't care if you come in here to work or if you come in here to do what the man did to Kate Steinle, which is to murder. If you want to work, come through the front door. The door is open. Don't come through the back door. Don't come through the window. And a law needs to be, a law needs to be proposed that anyone that comes here illegal will never, never, ever, not only never, will their children will never become a legal citizen. And, that, and they will never get the right to vote. Their children will not get the right to vote. Make that the law. And honor and respect those that respect our laws enough to come here legally and stop being full of fear over this false notion that such a position means you hate brown people or that you hate Hispanics. Over 50% of the ICE agents are Hispanic because they love this country. They left a hellhole country. They came to a country that they want to be a part of and they embrace what it means to be an American and we honor and respect them, just like we honor and respect Corporal Singh, okay? A legal immigrant immigrated to this country the right way, became a police officer, and had his life taken by an animal. And so people are afraid to call the animal an animal because the Democrats are going to say, oh, you're a mean, nasty Republican, and you're probably a Christian to boot. How dare you? That means you hate brown people. Stop being full of fear over lies. Overcome the lies with truth. It works every time it's tried, okay? Do not be like the 10 spies that came back and said, we are like grasshoppers because they, we are like that in our eyes, so therefore we must be grasshoppers in their eyes because they are people of great stature, okay? You know, I wish you people would just knock the dust off of your Bible. All these answers, almost everything I preach on behind this microphone, I get it out of the Bible. I don't pull it out of thin air. Just like the founders of this nation. It was the preachers in New England that taught the founding fathers. The founding fathers did not pull all these ideas out of thin air. It was men of God that taught them. Anyway, we are coming up against the bottom of the hour news break. 
And I want to give the number out again. Well, actually, before we do that, I want to remind you all one more time, if there are any men out there that would like to join me tomorrow morning at the Virginia Randolph School for uh, for the uh, 100 Man Challenge, 8 a.m. tomorrow morning, okay? That's uh, the the third Thursday in every month, 100 Man Challenge. Be there. We're going to take a quick break. If tomorrow all the things were gone, work for all my life, and I had to start again with just my children and my wife, I thank my lucky stars to be living here today, because the flag still stands for freedom, and they can't take that away. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming back at you live here on America's Big Dog radio program, The Really Real Deal. I want to say thank you again for being out there, and I invite you to check out our website, thereallyrealdeal.com, thereallyrealdeal.com. And when you go there, sign up for the newsletter, folks. Uh, We greatly appreciate it, and we also appreciate if you tell all your friends that they can check out the Hatchet Man, okay? Uh, if you'd like to participate, the number is 804-454-1366. 804-454-1366. So, the French are deciding, uh, hey, after all this folly for, for decades, they, they want France to be French. <laughs> the English are deciding, after all these decades of folly, you know, uh, London is already Londonistan, okay? Uh, you have a Muslim mayor of London who had very vile and horrible things to say about President Trump. You know, kind of like that chick Rashida Tlaib, uh, uh, who got elected to uh, Congress, a Palestinian, uh, Muslim Palestinian, and, um, you know, vile and profane, uh, just ugliness from these people, okay? Ugliness. But the English are finally deciding they want England to be English. Similarly, Americans are deciding we want America to be American, okay? And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. Now, we elect Trump because, you know, Trump gets it. Uh, Trump loves this nation. I mean, I can I can remember, you know, back when Trump was young and people would ask him if he wanted to run to become president, I really, I never took it seriously back then. Well, for one thing, he was young, okay? And I don't know about you folks, but, you know, I think my president should have white hair, okay? I just, I have a hard time voting for a president younger than me, all right? And so I just, you know, I love white hair, you know? But, you know, if my life is on the line for, you know, surgery or um, or going to court, you know, someone's falsely accused me and I'm going to be put to death. I want white hair defending me. OK. And, um, you know, if I'm going under the scalpel, I want white hair. You know, if he's if his hair is too white to hold the scalpel, I want him in the room to tell the young guy what to do. <laughs> All right. That's just that's just me. OK. But uh, anyway, um, you know, Trump's been around. OK. And so now uh, Trump has um, 
I don't. I guess his, his hair is blonde, so you, it's hard to tell if it's if there's any white mixed in there with it. But he's in his seventies. Okay, so we'll just say he, he has white hair. Okay, in other words, he has wisdom. All right, the man has wisdom. So I'm hoping that him wanting bipartisanship because see he'll never get credit for that. You know when uh, Obama and the Democrats rammed the Obama scam health law through it was zero republican um participation and when it was being crafted republicans could not even get into the room where it was being crafted all right and uh wish the thing had been crafted many many years ago they just kept it in a drawer waiting for the right time to spring it on america and and then the, the stupid republicans they they uh oh well, we're going to call this obamacare oh he's going to be sorry you know and then again the average Joe out here that's working two jobs, taking care of business, living his life, doesn't pay real close attention the way I do, the way many of you who maybe you you know are a fan of talk radio, you obviously are interested or you'd be listening to music or you know listening to somebody throw a ball back and forth. I don't know, but so you you are you're ahead of the game, you, okay? But there are many people that are not. And so when you say to those people, Obama care, okay, these goofball, goofball Republicans, they don't get it, that they think Obama cares. And if you oppose him, that you don't care. But zero Republican help. And so now here come Trump wants to build the wall. And rather than just say, well, okay, you know, we're just going to do it without Democrats. We're just going to do this because I was elected to do this. He keeps trying to invite Democrats. And I'm just saying, it's not going to happen. So does Trump not know, or is Trump just giving them enough rope to hang themselves so that when he finally pulls the trigger on getting it done, that he gets to say, well, I did try, you know, that we had a meeting, no Democrats showed up to the meeting. That You know, we it's, 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 it's $5 billion dollars, out of a $4.4 trillion uh, budget, it's like you have $4,400 and all I want is one $5 bill. You know, maybe Trump is doing that. I don't know. We'll soon find out. We're going to take a really quick break, and we'll be right back. 804-454-1366. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig. That's a really, really powerful song there. The man says, soon he'll be 60 years old. Will he think the world is cold? I mean, what are you going to think about the world when you're 60 years old? Or if if you are 60 already, 60 plus, what do you think of the world? Uh, Is the thing you think about the world the thing that you thought you would think about the world when you were a younger man or a younger woman. 804-454-1366 is the number if you would like to participate in uh, what remains of today's program, which is which is not much, about 15 more minutes here. Uh, 
We've had a lot to uh, talk about. And, you know, I want to just ask, have, have we become a nation of liars? Is, is lying something that's done so casually that when the professional liar lies, we're no longer outraged? You know, what's that uh, saying at um, one of the service academies? I think it's West Point, okay? Uh, they say, and they, they have to raise their hand, and, and this is their pledge that they make. A cadet will not lie, cheat, or steal nor tolerate those who do. Let me repeat that. A cadet will not lie, cheat, or steal, nor tolerate those who do. Now, is would, could we say this would be the motto of America? That's the motto of a West Point cadet. How many West Point graduates have gone on to military careers and become generals, admirals, served presidents, gotten themselves a nice uh, pension after they put 20, 20 or 30 years in, go to work for General Dynamics or Northrop Grumman, or some other uh, consulting company for, you know, a million-dollar-a-year salary and do that for any president without regard to lie, cheat, or steal, nor tolerate those who do. How many? How many voters tolerate this? Because you you reason in your in your own hearts. Well, I'm gonna vote for the guy that butters my bread. I'm a government employee. So I'm gonna vote Democrat because the Republicans want limited government. They they don't want government to grow. And if my department can't grow, I can't get promoted. And so I I'm just that's why I'm voting. And and, it, and there's no thought to well a lot of the money that goes into this is being borrowed and my grandchildren are going to have to pay it back. <laughs> there's no, it's, there's, there's no thought to that. Okay. None. It's just self. It's me. It's now. It's not, I'm concerned about my neighbor. I'm concerned about my community. I'm concerned about my children. I'm concerned about my grandchildren. I'm concerned about the future of the nation that has given me so much it's about I'm going to take all I can take right now. That is really where it's at because, you know, we can sit here or I could sit here and talk and you could sit there and listen till the cows come home about how wicked the Democrats are. And for those that are Democrats, you can talk all day long about how rude uh, Donald Trump is and, you know, all those Christians that love Donald Trump and he's the most unchristian, you know, these jokers, they don't even – crack a Bible open and to see all of the broken men that God have used throughout human history.
Now, I wonder when, when Mueller and Barr, when their wives are doing Bible study, do they go home to their husbands and say, oh, honey, you know, there was this thing in the Bible that says, you know, there was a perfect and righteous man praying, and he said, I'm so glad that I'm not like those Republicans. I'm so glad I'm not like those evil people. I'm so glad I'm not a woman. I'm so glad I'm not this. And then there was another man that he said, Lord, please have mercy on me, a sinner. Said it with humility. I wonder when when when, when Bob Barr and, and Robert Mueller's wives go to Bible study, do they go and do they go and tell their husbands about that? about humility because these people, they lack humility. These people, they do so much evil. And what's that Bible verse I quoted yesterday of in the place of righteousness? No, in the place of judgment, there is wickedness. Okay. And that's, that's from Ecclesiastes chapter three. Can't remember the verse number, but in the place, in the place of righteousness, there is wickedness. And so, and it's not just West Point that has such a code. A cadet will not lie, cheat, or steal, nor tolerate those who do. All these service academies and all these elite schools, they all have an honor code, something very similar to that. And these are the institutions that produce these people, Robert Mueller, Bob Barr, the, the, the senators, the congressmen, okay, Hillary Clinton, uh, what was, ah, Wellesley, okay, elite, okay? But anyway, we're going to take our final break of the day, and we'll come back, and we will wrap up another program. There's a man going around taking names, and he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around. Hello, Virginia. Brother Craig here with a little message about giving out of the abundance that God has blessed you with. If this great nation is going to be saved, then we in the Christian Conservative Constitutional Coalition have to be in the vanguard. There are so many brave and God-fearing groups and individuals engaged in the battle of this rendezvous with destiny. Welcome back to the program, America. Your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, Brother Craig, coming at you live here. Final segment of today's program. Really appreciate you all being there. And uh, you heard the giving ad there. And, uh, you know, freedom is not free. If you like what you hear, uh, and if you would like to be a watchman on the wall, standing beside your friendly neighborhood hatchet man, uh, Brother Craig, and uh, 
you know, hopefully you feel like uh, that when I say the truth is my hatchet, I bring it and I sling it. Uh, hopefully you feel like that. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. That's the hatchet, man. He brings it and he slings it. OK. And, um, but, um, you know, if you think something I say uh, is not the truth, you're always welcome to um, you can call, you can email, you can go to our website, thereallyrealdeal.com. Uh, you can shoot an email through the contact uh, right there. And um, you know, if you think we are doing it uh, the way God would be pleased to have it done and you think you would like to sow uh, a blessing to make sure we are able to continue to purchase this airtime to be able to bring a, a Christian, conservative, constitutional, uh, capitalistic coalition message uh, to the airwaves, then uh, we would really greatly appreciate uh, you being a financial supporter, uh, kind of a partner uh, with us here. And uh, because, again, freedom really, really is not free. Now, before I go, I'd like to leave you with um, one more um, little uh, section of verses from the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, this time uh, chapter 12, starting in verse 7. Then shall the dust return to the earth as it was, and the spirit shall return unto God who gave it. Vanity of vanities, saith the preacher, all is vanity. And moreover, because the preacher was wise, he still taught the people knowledge. Yeah, he gave good heed and sought out and set in order many proverbs. The preacher sought to find out acceptable words, and that which was written was upright, even words of truth. The words of the wise are as goads and as nails fastened by the masters of assemblies, which are given from one shepherd. And further, by these, my son, be admonished, of making many books there is no end. And of much study is a weariness of the flesh. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. God bless you, America. I appreciate you being there, and I'll be right here tomorrow. Same hatchet time, same hatchet station.